What is going on, friends? Thank you for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. We here at New Vision believe that the gospel transforms lives. So we're going to take an opportunity to open up God's word and see what he has to say so that we can take the best next step to become more like Jesus. What is going on, New Vision family? Nick Person here. I get the privilege of being on staff here at New Vision. And for those who are joining us for the first time or maybe the hundredth time, I am glad that you were here, especially in this season of Advent, this season of anticipation. Today, I'm going to get the privilege to read from Genesis chapter 12, and I'm going to read verses 1 through verses 9. And then I'm also going to go over, um, actually, sorry, Genesis chapter 12, verses 1 through 7. I apologize for that. And then Isaiah chapter 42, verses 5 through 9 is what we're going to be reading. And if you have been following along with the She Reads Truth or the He Reads Truth Advent study, uh, you might be familiar with these verses because a lot of these verses are pulled from those from that Advent study that we're walking through as a New Vision family. And if you don't have one yet, you can go to SheReadsTruth.com or HeReadsTruth.com and order one. I think they still have some available and they also have some digitally available or you could go to our website and you could, the link is there that you can click on to order the um, digital copy of that Advent study. But anyways, for those who are new, in case you're not familiar with our normal rhythm, I'm going to read these verses in their entirety and then give us some takeaways and then give us some applicable steps that we can take today. And so thank you for being here. Thank you for being part of the journey. And let's begin together. So Genesis chapter 12, beginning in verse 1. The Lord said to Abram, go out from your land, your relatives and your father's house to the land I will show you. I will make you into a great nation. I will bless you. I will make your name great and you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you. I will curse anyone who treats you with contempt and all the peoples on earth will be blessed through you. So Abram went as the Lord had told him and Lot went with him. Abram was 75 years old when he left Haran. He took his wife, Sarah his nephew Lot, all the possessions that they had accumulated and the people they had acquired in Haran. And they set out for the land, the land of Canaan. When they came to the land of Canaan, Abram passed through the land to the site of Shechem at the Oak of Moray. At that time, the Canaanites were in the land. The Lord appeared to Abram and said, to your offspring, I will give this land. So he built an altar there to the Lord who had appeared to him. Now for Isaiah, beginning in verse 42, uh, chapter 42, verse 5 through 9. This is what God, the Lord says, who created the heavens and stretched them out, who spread out the earth and what comes from it, who gives breath to the people on it and spirit to those who walk on it. I am the Lord. I have called you for a righteous purpose and I will hold you by your hand. I will watch over you and I will appoint you to be a covenant for the people and the light to the nations in order to open blind eyes, to bring out prisoners from the dungeon and those sitting in darkness from the prison house. Verse 8. I am the Lord, that is my name, and I will not give my glory to another or my praise to idols. The past events have indeed happened. Now I declare new events. I announce them to you before they occur. I don't know about you, but I have had many people make promises to me. I have many stories and many memories as a child of my parents promising something that they were just unable, for whatever reason, 
to follow through on. If it was going on a special trip or going to a restaurant or all those things in between, I remember so many times these promises being made to me, but yet through circumstances or otherwise, them being unable to be fulfilled. And what happens that when you have promises that are broken, you tend to kind of bend towards not believing when promises are made. You tend to have a hesitancy to believe that people are actually going to do what they say they're going to do. What I love about our King and what I love about our God is the fact that he keeps every promise. That means he has never broken one. He has never failed to come through. He has never said one thing and done another. He is a promise keeper. And we see this even through the promises he made to Abram, who later became Abraham. See, God said, hey, I will make a great nation out of you. Even though you're unable to conceive right now, I know what I am going to do if you're willing to trust me. And we know, if you're familiar with scripture, we know that Abraham has many descendants and through his line, Jesus came to us. And so God keeps his promises. And then in Isaiah, we see God declaring what he is going to do, that he's going to do something new, that he is going to make a way that the nations that are coming out of this lineage are going to be a light to the nations. He made another promise in all these promises that God made, all these things that he said he was going to do. We see the culmination of all these promises in the person of Jesus. Because Jesus did everything. He made a way where there was no way. He was a light to the nations. He was the promised Messiah that came to be, that was born in a manger, that lived a perfect life for 33 years and surrendered his life to win back what was lost and to restore what was broken. God keeps his promises. So maybe you find yourself in a place today where you're having trouble believing that God is good. Maybe you find yourself today in a place struggling to believe that God is a keeper of his promises. Maybe today you're not hopeful. Maybe today you don't have joy. But we can look at the narrative of the kingdom of God and the king who sent a son to be everything that we could ever need and a hope fulfiller. God kept his promise, and we see that through the person of Jesus. We see that through the promise he kept to Abraham. We see that through the prophetic word of Isaiah. God does what he says he's going to do, and so he is trustworthy. How can you trust him today? How can you trust him even in the midst of the evidence saying otherwise? How can you take a step of faith to trust that your promise keeper will do just that? I don't know. But sometimes these opportunities are what we would call small opportunities of trust. And sometimes they might be bigger Red Sea moments of trust. But in either situation, our king is trustworthy. So my prayer for us today is that we will walk in such a promise. <laughs> we will walk in such a posture where we know that our king is a promise keeper. Because the evidence and the fruit of this is true and it can be seen. And so may today, may you walk in this posture. May we remember that our King is a promise keeper. And if we forget that, let us just look to the manger and to the cross and to the empty tomb. I hope today you are able to walk in this. I hope today that you are able to be encouraged by this. And I hope today that you fix your eyes on the King and you allow your feet to walk towards what your eyes are fixed upon. Love you guys. See you back here next week. Y'all go have a blessed day. Be the light, reflect the light, 
and we look forward to seeing you guys back here next week. Thank you guys for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. As always, we hope that you heard a word from the Lord and that you can better walk and reflect Christ in your everyday steps. To find out more information about New Vision, you can go to newvisionlife.com or follow us on Instagram at newvisionlife. Again, we're for you, we love you, and we look forward to seeing you back here on Monday.